Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. And I'm Natalie. When it comes to reality love shows, I probably watched them all. To be honest, I have watched The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. I was binge watching Love Island, the UK version with my house. Um, yeah, I just I just love that. Maybe it's the fantasy and the romantic in me, but I just love a really good reality love show. You know, if to be honest, I may have submitted an application for one in the past. <laughs> yes, uh, Mel and I have definitely talked about and joked about, you know, submitting our applications for some of these shows. Uh, to be honest, I actually don't watch them very much. I do catch an episode here or there with Mel and Helen. Um, but otherwise, uh, I'm not a big reality TV show follower. There is one reality love show that I am a big fan of, and that is Love is Blind. Um, I find the premise of the show to be super fascinating. Basically, they get all of these individuals to go on dates and have long conversations where they get to know each other in these quote-unquote pods where they can't see each other and they're isolated from the real world. And when a meaningful connection is made, they actually propose and then meet their fiancé for the very first time on the show. Once the couple is engaged, they go back out into the real world and the show follows them building up to their wedding day to see if they're able to turn this emotional connection into a physical one. Yeah, and we are super excited to have two of the cast members on the podcast. We have Natalie and Deep Dee, whose stories I couldn't stop following. So Deep Dee's going to be joining us later. But for now, let's welcome Natalie to the Asian Boss Girl podcast. All right. So for our listeners out there who have not been uh, caught up yet on the most recent season of Love is Blind, we have some very special guests with us here today. Let's just start out with some introductions. If you could just share a little bit about yourself, Natalie, with our listeners and why you decided to apply to Love is Blind. Sure. Hi, everyone. Like I said before, I'm Natalie. I'm a 29-year-old consultant living in Chicago, Illinois. And I decided to do Love is Blind because I really wanted to try the experience. I felt like I was, you know, ready to find love and I was unsuccessful at it with the dating apps and, you know, just meeting, you know, friends of friends. And so I really want to try something new and, and you know, this was it. And I love your reasoning for joining Love is Blind because as a single woman in our 30s, we understand how hard it is to find a man um, in this day and age. So for context, did you, uh, where did you grow up? Are you born in Chicago and raised there as well? Yeah, so I was born in Chicago in, in Ravenswood, and then I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. Um, so I grew up in Vernon Hills, which is about 45 minutes up north from the city. Oh, awesome. And, you know, we do like to, you know, when you talk girl talk, um, what is your, like, usual type of man that you usually go for, like, both physically and mentally? 
Oh my gosh. When I, I think about the men I've dated in the past, I, I think I tend to go for the more nerdy types. Um, you know, mm. I, I like a guy who physically looks like they don't really pay attention a lot to their looks. I know that's mm. a bit weird to say, but I, I, I do like men who um, seem a bit less materialistic and, and um, I like men who are very intelligent. And um, so those are the types of men that I really go for when it comes to like ethnicity and race. I, you know, I've dated um, men of different races and different ethnicities. Um, so I don't really have a preference there. Uh, I think definitely I've, I've dated a lot of Asian men due to the community I'm a part of, um, mm. you know, going to Korean church and things like that. And, and, you know, there is a small community, a Korean community here in Chicago that I'm active in. Awesome. So you have a background of basically connecting with a lot of different types of people. Um, before Love is Blind, were you dating at all? Or when was your like last kind of either situationship or relationship? Yeah. So my last relationship was in August, 2019. So um, because of the pandemic, you know, I, I didn't date during the pandemic, yeah. just like due to safety reasons. And I think, mm -hmm. it, you know, obviously made it a bit, a bit hard to like meet up with people and have dates. And during that time is also when I was in the process, um, the casting process for Love is Blind. And, you know, I really want to go through the experience. So I didn't date during that time prior to the show. How did you find out about Love is Blind? So I actually didn't watch season one initially, initially when it came out. Um, but when the uh, casting notice went out for the show, I had like 20 friends text me and they were like, you have to apply oh. to this. It's going to be a really awesome experience. It's not like other dating shows. It's not like The Bachelor or, you know, anything like that. So that really prompted me to apply. And um, and then I watched the show afterward and uh, I was like, what a crazy process, but it, it seems yeah. like it worked. So I was really excited about it. Oh my gosh. Mel and I are nodding along right now because we very much relate to your story of, you know, trying the dating apps, trying through intro yeah. of friends and mm -hmm. feeling like uh, we've also talked about how Love is Blind is very different than a lot of the other yes. shows that we've watched. Um, so we want to learn more about your experience in the pods. For a lot of our listeners who have shared and can relate to your, you know, the experience of general dating in the quote unquote real world, um, the pods is kind of like this like fantasy situation where you're put into like um, a, a home essentially with these people for two weeks and you're exclusively focused on um, on dating. And yeah. we want to know, you know, what was the experience like of being in there? What was the scheduling like? Um, how many dates did you go on each day? How did you determine who you would go on dates with next? Yeah. Oh, gosh, being in the pods, it feels like forever ago, but it was such an amazing experience. You will not understand um, how pod dating works until you get there. It is, mm. it's just so crazy. And, and, um, and you have to be very vulnerable during the process. So how it works is you first start off on day one, dating all 15 men. So all 15 men and women get to talk to each other. And then as the days progress, you start ranking, you know, who's your, you know, top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, and, and you do that every day. And so your um, your your dates, uh, I mean, the number of people you date gets smaller by as the dates go on. So that's essentially how it works. Um, I think that it was 10 days of dating. So, wow. and, and those dates first start off to be like 10, 15 minutes, and then mm -hmm. they could go as, you know, long as like five, six hours. And so you, you really are spending a lot of time talking to people during that experience. Oh my gosh. Is it 10 days back to back? Yeah. Yeah. 
No breaks. Wow. <laughs> and is it is there like a nine to five schedule where you're like you go into the situation and you're going back to back dates, or was it like uh, were you able to kind of schedule it yourself, or how did they logistically manage all that? Yeah, the, I, I'm sure that they have a process in the back end. We didn't make our own schedules. You know, the production staff like made it for us, but they really took any preferences that we had into account. So, you know, if we didn't want to have, mm. you know, a long date, we didn't have to, you know, we didn't have mm. to stay in the pods mm. for the entire time, you know, allotted for that day. Um, you know, they did give us breaks in between. So it wasn't just like back to back to back. We had some downtime to, you know, kind of share details of our dates with the other girls and things like that. So um, production really tried to make it less of an intense process than it, mm. it could have been. And mm. so that was very much appreciated. Oh, wow. I just picture you dating like eight hours a day for some reason. I'm like, oh, it's like work. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like fun too. But it's so much fun, right? Because you you are on a high and you really want to get to know all yeah. you know the different men. And, mm. and so it, it was really fun. It didn't feel intensive, you know, at all. And I think, you know, that's, the production company Kinetic did a really, really good job to make sure they spaced out the day well, um, yeah. knowing that we were going on these long, long dates and, and giving us time um, to take a break and kind of unwind um, throughout the day. Yeah. And now I think when I was watching the show, I was like, I felt like you, for me, you stood up because you like really came into it open-minded. You're like, you know, this is a new experience. I have to like, I don't know. I just, you always felt this excitement coming from you when I'm watching on the show. So that was really cool. Um for the pods, how many hours do you think you spent in total with Shane? <laughs> oh my gosh. So Shane and I, at least I knew I wanted to be with him, whether it was going to end in engagement or not. I was like, if it's not him, there's no one else here for me. Mm. So, um, you know, a lot of my pod dating was dedicated towards mm. him. So I'd say probably, oh man. So probably near the end of it, I was talking to him 10 hours a day. Um, so I'd say like, probably, I feel like maybe I'd say maybe we talked like 70 hours together in total. Wow. Um, it was a, it was a pretty long time. Yeah. Because you have like day dates and then night dates, night dates mm. are an option. Um, so we definitely always took that night date, those night dates together. And, and so, yeah, we did, oh, I think wow. it was probably maybe like 70 hours, maybe a hundred. Oh my yeah. gosh. Time flies in the pods, time flies <laughs> in the pods. So it's so hard to figure out like how long were we really dating for? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, it, and, and to be honest, there was really no concept of time either. Mm. <laughs> um, so um, I don't remember there being any like clocks in, in the lounge or anything like that. So um, those those long days felt really short, but um, mm. I, I do feel like we dated for, you know, quite a bit or talked for quite a bit. You said that you knew pretty immediately that it was going to be him or no one else. Like yeah. how how quickly, if you can recall in the pods, did that happen? Like was, so does that mean that you really didn't spend too much time talking to anyone else? You know, I definitely explored other connections for sure. An article by Cosmopolitan UK came out yesterday where I, someone actually proposed to me early on, I think on day three. Mm. Um, so there were other connections that I, I was exploring, but I felt so strongly about Shane, probably, mm. you know, on day two onward. I think on day wow. two is when I was like, if it's not him, I don't think that there's really anyone else here for me. Oh, wow. Nice. That's so cool. So, you know, obviously, you know, we watch the show, like you guys are going these like intimate, or it feels very like vulnerable dates. You're like falling for each other and you need to go out, you guys go back to the communal area and like kind of share like, oh, how was your date and whatnot? Like I can only like put myself in that 
situation and I don't know was it tough for you to be like going to the common areas and be like oh I want to date with Shane and other girl was like oh I want to date with Shane they're kind of you guys are both sharing like how you guys are on the date like were you guys holding some things back to like I don't know like I guess how was your experience with that with the other ladies in the beginning I definitely held things back but I think Mm. when Shane let me know you know I was his number one that's when I was you know I just openly talked about it Mm. and started um, kind of sharing the experiences I was having with him and the strong connection that we had built Um, just because I thought it was really just us that built that connection at the time. So, and, you know, all the girls do it very differently. Some people will hold back and some people will share the different connections that they're making. And, Mm. you know, and I think it really comes down to how confident you are in the connections you're making, but also how much you're relying on the other ladies. I mean, the reason why I spoke so much about Shane in the lounge is because you don't have your friends and family to go to for advice mm. and be like, is this right? Is what I'm feeling real? And so you go to the other women in the lounge. And so mm. that's kind of, you know, the approach I took. Were there any women um, that you feel like you formed a particular bond with? Yeah, um, I I was actually very close with Shayna. I considered her one mm. of my closest friends in in the oh. lounge, but I um, also became very close with Deep D. Ayana and Liv, who um, you don't see a lot on the show, but uh, um, I, w- I was very close with those four ladies. How, I guess, how did your like relationship develop? Was it mostly in those communal areas? And um, was it talking about the guys that you guys connected over? Uh, what was it that kind of formed that connection for you? Yeah, I think it was not only the guys that we talked about, but just getting to know each other. You know, we are with each other, you know, aside from being in the pods, we're with each other the entire time. We're making Mm. breakfast together. We're working out together. Mm. You know, we're, um, you know, it's hard not to have girl talk and and build those bonds with these women. And also the women were so amazing. It's, it's hard not to gravitate Mm. towards each other. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Were you, are you guys still in contact after the show? Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'm really, really close to Diana. I consider her my best friend. We, we talk every day and I also talk very often with, Deep D, Mallory, Danielle. And, and so I'd say, you know, those those bonds that we made truly are forever friendships. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's such a unique experience to go through. I'm sure only the people that were in the pods can really understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. So Natalie, you shared with us earlier your dating history and the type of guys that you typically go for, even, you know, ethnically all over the place, but in personality, kind of a very specific nerdy type of guy, uh, generally maybe is not so focused on his physical appearance. 
what was your reaction when you met Shane? Like, well, first of all, when you're talking to him in the pods, did he match like emotionally mm. and mentally the type of guy that you typically go for? And then when you saw him in person, what was your like thought process through all of getting to know him compared to your your dating history and, and the guys that you typically go for? however you think like a goofy person would look like but you know he I just didn't expect him to look the way he did Shane and I didn't really talk about you know um like I I don't think he knew I was East Asian until maybe like the last few dates so we did not talk about how we looked like Mm -hmm. at all so aside from me letting him know I was Korean. He did not know like how tall I was, what my body looked like, anything like that. I think I did tell him that I was like, you know, I am pretty average. So don't be like, you know, don't (laughs) think that you're going to be blown away when you see me. But um, yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise, you know, just being able to, to um, finally see him in person. But yeah, I did not expect him to look the way he did. And he definitely does not match, you know, the type of men um, in terms of, physically match the type of men I typically date. So that was a big surprise for me too, of just, just not expecting him to look like that. Yeah. And you said he, you didn't share until the last couple of dates that you were East Asian. So the both of you really had no idea of each other's background at all no, or physical no. appearance at all. Yeah. When I, when I spoke about just like my background and growing up, I kept it pretty general because I didn't want to share. I know that's such an important part of me of being Korean, but I just didn't want to share it. I just Mm. didn't want that to be a factor in, you know, his decision-making, if that makes sense. I really want to make sure we were falling in love Mm. blindly. Mm. So that's kind of, know why I kept that from him until you know the last few dates yeah I can understand that too especially when it's like the show is love is blind like you don't want any I guess any biases to go into you know when you're dating I think a lot of people can uh agree that they loved your parents when you see them on screen they're just so like your parents are so supportive I definitely got um a little emotional watching some parts because there's a little bit of relatability there and we obviously saw Shane get super nervous meeting your mom and dad have you introduced anyone to your parents before Shane or he's the first guy you brought home? I've introduced other men to my parents. Obviously, you know, it was Mm -hmm. just men I dated, but he really was like, you know, my first fiance I ever brought home. Someone I really um, was considering for marriage. And Mm. and so I think that really, it made it very different from like other instances, you know, when I've introduced them to, to other men, but they, they took it much more well than, than I expected. Um, especially my mom, you know, Mm -hmm. my mom is, can be feisty and very opinionated. And, you know, I was so glad she was open-minded, um, in that moment. It meant a lot. Yeah. Do you feel like the the show captured accurately um, that interaction with your parents? Because, yeah, the, the way they portrayed it is that your dad was, you know, I mean, your parents are both uh, a little shocked at first, and then your dad yeah. kind of warmed up to it first, and then your mom, um, it took a little bit of time in her really getting to have a conversation with Shane. Do you feel like, it? did they accurately portray that, or was there any other conversations that happened behind the scenes that maybe were not quite displayed? No, I think it was pretty accurate. They, they did not know that I Mm. did love is blind. So they were fully shocked. Like what you saw is real. I will say, you know, after that meeting, my, my mom still voiced her concerns. I mean, she was like, how do you know, how could you know that he's someone you want to marry? Um, so 
how the concerns that she had, you know, still continued up till meeting Shane's mom. Mm. Yeah. So, but I would say it was pretty accurate. I mean, those, those are my parents. Um, How you see them is exactly how they are in, in real life. But it was it was actually very heartwarming to see them warm up mm-hmm. to that because I think a lot of our um, like Mel and I can relate and a lot of our listeners can know that if we ever you know kind of threw this on our parents that it would be a big shock. But yeah. to see them, I think, really connect with Shane as a person and Shane's mom as a person, you could see um, it seemed like you and Shane really connected on the importance of family values too. Mm-hmm. So perhaps mm-hmm. that yeah. that was like a big a big point. Yeah, absolutely. If my parents had a preference, they would prefer that I would marry an, um, an East Asian. I think it really just comes mm. to cultural, uh, cultural similarities, you know, this focus on family. And so that's mm-hmm. why they, they had some hesitations, but once they, once they saw how much family meant to him and how mm. much his mother meant to him, I think that really changed everything for them where they yeah. definitely were very open to the marriage and, and, you know, just the potential for marriage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely saw that your connection was very strong and had a lot of depth in that respect. Um, But, you know, it wasn't all smooth sailing. We saw on the show um, that there was some Shayna drama. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) How... Like that was, I don't know, Mel, I, she had very strong opinions about this. I was so mad for you. I, I, I know yeah. this is just me projecting, but I was like, what else? Maybe it was the editing. I don't know. But I think this scene where you guys were at the barbecue or at the picnic, and then I, I know you, you're probably a little bit protective, and then Shayna and Shane were talking. And then I think for me, just watching Shayna say, I'm um, just being real. And she was like making all these assumptions. I was kind of like, I was just getting mad because I feel like she was making all these like, kind of opinions about the relationship and obviously there's probably things said and done behind closed doors but as a viewer I was like what the f but I don't know how what you felt about the situation are things okay now like yeah what's what's going on there especially you had named her as like one of the closer friends that you had made like that yeah I don't know that seems a little intense yeah so I was actually really surprised by that scene I didn't know the extent of it quite honestly, Mm. just Mm. in terms of what she said and the anger that she had. Um, And Mm. I I still don't, you know, fully know her intentions. Um, I actually called her the day after the bonfire scene to get her side of the story. And I do feel like she um, downplayed, wasn't fully honest with with Mm. what she said that day. So Mm. it, it really was a surprise to me just seeing it on the show. I haven't had a conversation with her about it. Um, and I think that's probably something that I need to do. Um, but I will say in terms of her and I, you know, we are cordial with one another. I've seen mm-hmm. her at various gatherings with, with the cast and, you know, she's been very kind. I think in that way, we've kind of moved on from it, but, mm-hmm. you know, definitely I think something her and I need to have a conversation about. Natalie, you're so grown. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> I was like, hmm. Okay. I that's do a want very to mature way. I know. I was like, I mean, I would have, no, would I have done that? I don't know. (laughs) Hi, Deep D. Hi, Deep D. (laughs) How's it going? Oh my gosh. You know, just having a little girl chat. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, yeah, Deep D. Well, welcome to the episode or the the podcast recording. We're just talking about like recapping the episode. I do want to switch it over to the wedding because that's the grand finale. But before the wedding episode, you know, I think... You know, seeing you know all the ladies and like buy their wedding dresses and get really excited. Obviously, like both your dresses, I was like, oh my god, they're gorgeous. But as you're wedding dress shopping, are you thinking like, 
I gotta buy dress number two because I gotta say dress number one for the real thing. So I don't know if Natalie, you want to start off as to, to answer real quick? Yeah. Are you talking about how I had two different dresses? Like one that I chose on the bridal suite and one on my wedding day? That or kind of like, to? I think I was thinking like, for example, like if I were wedding dress shopping for the show, I would only buy like a second, like I would buy my option B and save option A for the real wedding once I say yes to the, like a bigger, grander ceremony. Because also Deep mm-hmm. D's like, sorry, I was like, holy crap, how do you top that dress I know. For, the, for the wedding Right. So I was like, I don't I don't know how these how these women are doing it. So just like I guess like what's on your mind when you're wedding dress shopping for this like love is blind finale? Yeah. So I actually I viewed the wedding that we had for love is blind as my true wedding. Mm. Shane and I, you know, um, did have plans to maybe have a smaller ceremony, you know, at, at some point after the wedding that we had to have for the show. But no, I, I went in trying to find my, you know, my wedding dress, my real life wedding dress. It wasn't, you know, an you know, I want to save this. I'm going to find my option B because mm. I want to save my option A for, you know, something else. You know, I, I really went in trying to find, you know, the dress of my dreams. And I, I really think I did find it. Mm. Yeah, That's I think um, Natalie was in like a different mindset than I was because obviously Shake and I had kind of a rocky relationship going into it. So it was definitely bittersweet because you're like, try- it's like supposed to be such an amazing mm-hmm. day. And you're there with your friends and family trying to look for, you know, the perfect dress. But in the back of my mind, you know, I'm like, is this actually going to end up in a wedding? Like, am I going to say yes? So Mm -hmm. it's very bittersweet going into it. You're like, you know, I want to find the perfect dress. But at the same time, you know, what does that symbolize? What does it mean? You know, Mm -hmm. it it was a tough day. But I'm glad we had each other deep deep. (laughs) Me too, babe. Me too. I think without the support of the women there and just how beautiful they all looked, it was so amazing to like take part in their journey too, because there was a lot of like, people were going to say yes. Right. So, um, you know, there's a lot of emotion in the air and I'm just happy that we could all be together for that moment. Yeah, that's, I think it's great that you guys were able to build that bond and like have each other during the experience. Cause like you guys, like Natalie mentioned, like no one knows the experience of the pods unless you've kind of gone through it, right? So I think it's great that, you know, you guys had each other. Didi, I do have to ask you questions about, you know, your experience with Shake since now we have you on. Um, <laughs> a lot of my friends watching the show, like, texted me and reacted uh, when you and Shake saw each other for the first time. I have to ask you, like, what were your thoughts on that, like, highly intense ass grab? I mean, obviously, you guys were, like, <laughs> built, like I think you built up so much, like, anticipation and, like, you know, like pent up physical, like, Ooh, got to let it out. But like, what was your thoughts on like that moment? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, Shake had actually prefaced it. Um, I wish he did it later, maybe not just in that like, <laughs> right away moments. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, Oh crap. Like my parents are going to watch this. I was like, grandpa, do not watch the show. <laughs> but, um, I think in the moment, honestly, that moment was so, so special. And mm emotions the intensity of it all and just like the the high I was on I think like in the moment I was just so happy um but looking back on I'm like oh it could be a little bit more classy (laughs) okay um you know no regrets yeah yeah for sure and Deepti you had also mentioned that going into the wedding you were feeling a little rocky um in the show, from the viewer's perspective, we see Shake have a lot of conversations with his close friends and families about his questioning, um, but we never really see you two talk about it. Was that something that did happen behind the scenes in the show? Did you ever have a conversation with each other about his doubts or your doubts? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, some of the dates that we did go on, we did talk about it that just didn't get aired, but did have that conversation. The only thing that I find a little disturbing watching it back is the way he went about it. Like to my face, it's just, you know, maybe there's just not that chemistry there. There's something missing, but the level of disrespect in talking to the other castmates or his friends, the way he was saying it was that really upset me. It's like calling me his aunt or, you know, there's a lot of bad things that he actually said that didn't even get aired, like thankfully, but um yeah I think it's just the way he went about it was what was upsetting but he was you know honest to my face to say hey you know there's something missing in a relationship and actually I felt it too it's you know I hate that it's so portrayed as one-sided but I had my doubts about him as well From Wondery, Rich and Daily is a podcast packed with laughs that deliver your daily dose of the latest celebrity gossip. There's so much gossip these days that it's impossible to keep up, but you don't have to worry. Rich and Daily has you covered. Hosts Brick and Arisha are comedians, besties, and the perfect guys to spill all the celebrity tea. They'll keep you up to speed on the secrets, scandals, and news in the entertainment world. Is that rumor you heard about your favorite celeb actually true? If it is, you better believe Brick and Arisha will have something to say about it. As someone who is obsessed with pop culture and would spend hours reading celebrity gossip magazines, I can attest that Rich and Daily is definitely in the know of what's going on in Hollywood. Brooke and Arisha also say the things that may have passed my mind, but they have the guts to actually say it on the mic. From the latest with Kanye to if Dua Lipa really stole her hit song, Rich and Daily shares all the tea. Listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Speaking of doubts, um, we're going to give a big spoiler alert to any of our listeners right now, but let's go back to talking about the wedding. Um, so during both uh, of your wedding ceremonies, Natalie and Deepti, you both said no, um, and you were the ones that kind of cut it off with your partners. Can you share with us like when you arrived at that answer? Um, Natalie, why don't we have you go first? Yeah, so I arrived at that answer probably after... Shane and I had, you know, kind of our big fight that the night of the bachelor and bachelorette parties, I think that fight was just a sign that we, we hadn't resolved our communication issues. That just signaled that we weren't ready to be Hmm. married. Yeah. I think for me, man, I think we had one of our date nights was the massage dates and there was like so much forcing happening of like, oh, you should build this romantic connection. Like and to me, I was just like, it should come naturally. Why are we trying to force something that doesn't mm-hmm. exist? And I shouldn't have to like, you know, prove my worth or like show somebody to see the real me. If you don't see it already by now, there's no point in furthering this relationship. And at that moment, I kind of just knew like Shake's answer was probably going to be no anyways. But regardless of his decision, I think I knew in my heart that it just wouldn't work. Mm, I love that you both made that decision. And um, DT, when you said, I chose me, I chose myself, I was like, oh my God, yes. And having your mom there, I was like, I was with my girlfriends watching it. So all of us are just like, <gasps> so um, we felt that moment for sure. Uh, as we're wrapping up today's interview, we have to ask, you know, Natalie, are you still in contact with Shane? 
I am, you know, we are, we're friends, you know, um, we actually dated after our wedding for several months. So we did Mm -hmm. give it another shot um, without the cameras and without the pressure of, you know, of being married. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we went through a period of not talking, but I think with the show coming out, it brought back, you know, those memories and the love Mm -hmm. that we used to, used to have. And um, we did reconnect over that. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wish him all the best, but we do have a friendship and we did have that bond um, that I'm really grateful for. And what about you, Deepti? Are you still in contact with Shake? Um, you know, after filming had wrapped, I thought we could be friends. Um, but his behavior just like kind of turned me off. Um, mm-hmm. Just in the way that he was on social media. Anytime we had like group gatherings and things like that, he had an issue with at least one person in the room. And like, mm-hmm. I always felt myself drained. Like, mm-hmm. and drained after hanging out with him I had to just like mute him just so I don't Uh like constantly you know Mm -hmm. and so yeah I mean I I tried to have a friendship with him but I think we're just meant to go separate ways now for the final question the real question is love truly blind why don't we have Natalie go first I think love is truly blind I know I could say for certain I fell in love with Shane blindly you know it didn't matter what he looked like and I, I completely like fully loved him. And I think this, it was the same for him as well. He told me he typically, you know, goes for women who look a certain way or, you know, dress a certain way. And I know I didn't match that, but I, you know, I knew that he loved Mm -hmm. me. And and so through this experiment, I can fully say it is um, love is blind. I'm happy for Natalie. (laughs) I think, I think honestly, love can't, it can be blind as long Mm -hmm. as both parties that are involved really give it their all. And, you know, the trust in that process um yeah I just think it depends on who got it yeah well thank you both so much for being with us here today for our listeners please if you have not yet check out love is blind season two where we'll see both natalie and deep d's love stories um go through the journey if you don't already please follow us on spotify subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review and share this episode with your friends you can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asian slash support or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dairy ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at Asian Boss Girl. And we have a couple of shout outs for today's episode. Coming from Orange County, Grace is giving a shout out to our very own Helen. This might be totally random, but I really missed hearing your voice, Helen, on ABG Podcast. Welcome back. We have missed her too, and she will be coming back very soon. From Anna in Sacramento to Richard, congrats on your new job. I heart you and can't wait to have more shiny adventures. From Lisa in Boston to Shuhei, thanks for being the best husband and listening to ABG with me. Oh. We love a supportive husband that listens along. Let's plan for more date nights to continue growing closer to each other. And in New York, Vanessa is sending a shout out to Sisters I've Never Had podcast. Cheers to the funniest Asian American podcast duo. Love their energy and vibe. We love supporting other Asian American female podcasts. So definitely a shout out to Sisters I've Never Had podcast. And Ven from Pennsylvania is sending a shout out to Victor. Happy 30th birthday, baby. I love you more than words can say. I cannot wait to celebrate you with our friends in Texas. And in Chicago, Annie writes, Happy birthday, Alana. Hope you enjoy your special day. Can't wait for all the celebrations to come. Love you. From Madison, Wisconsin, 
My new is sending a shout out to her sister, Helda. I love you and can't wait to see you graduate from college soon. And last but definitely not least, coming from New Jersey, Christine is sending a shout out to Sam. Thank you for caring about me and bringing magic into my life. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. So with that, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.